welcome to the Aligned in Tech podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to help ambitious women professionals transition into aligned careers in tech while earning more money. My name is Michelle, and I am a retired program manager from Amazon turned tech career coach for women. And I am so glad that you're here. Subscribe for more career content. And now let's get started with the episode. Welcome back, techies. I am so glad that you're here, tuning in for another more episode and wanting to hear more of the gems that I have for you on how to make your dream tech career a reality. And today I want to talk about a thought slash belief that we have sometimes when trying to make the transition into tech. And I have been noticing this belief in in some of my clients this week, in some of my coaching calls. And it is also something that haunted me when I was trying to break into tech. So I'm gonna be sharing that with you today. So are you ready for it? (laughs) I hope so. So I know that I gave it away in the title, but the thought, it's something around these lines. And I'm doing, I'm using air quotes right now, okay? So I have to know everything about tech. I have to know every single number, even the financials about this company, everything about the team, what I will be doing besides what is written in the job descriptions, or else I won't be successful in this journey. There's always a variation of this, okay? So I know that I just kind of like encompassed a lot of different thoughts in there, but that is pretty much the gist of it. So I'm gonna tell you what this, having this thought and having this belief leads to. It leads to doing a bunch of unnecessary research about the company, wanting to learn their numbers by heart, almost like you are gonna have a test on it, checking out the news and obsessing over the company. It can also look like wanting to over-prepare for interviews, overthinking questions that they will ask, and even go down the rabbit holes to find every single thing about everything. So another way that this can also show up actually is not applying until you know more about how tech works. This is a big one, especially if you're someone who hasn't taken action, this is a big one. And here's the thing, techies, I'm gonna be really honest with you. None of the activities that I just listed will land you a job. I know, these are shocking news, right? So in the history of technology, in the history of all these big tech companies, and in my experience in there, I have never met anyone who has said some amazing numbers around in the interview or has been given some shocking news about the company that the hiring manager or interviewer didn't know. What's more is that it's truly not a deal maker or a deal breaker. Here's why. When you get the job, if you get it, that information that you're trying to learn, that random information about the company is completely useless. What won't be useless though is that the value that you bring, the experience that you bring, your ability to solve problems, your ability to act on the go, etc., etc. So if you wait to know everything about tech before you take any real action in this transition, you will be waiting for a long time, if not forever. You cannot possibly learn everything that there is about tech. It's constantly changing and there's a million different things about tech. And that is okay. It's okay to completely not know 100% about the field, about the team, or about everything that you know as tech. So let me repeat it. Let me repeat it real slow because I want this to really be clear in your mind. 
It is okay that you don't know every single thing about how tech works. It is okay that you don't know about the company's numbers and the finances. And even it is okay that you don't know 100% every single thing that there is to know about the team or the job. Okay, you got to focus now on what actually moves the needle and that type of information doesn't really move the needle. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what moved the needle right now because I'm, I'm giving you tough love in this episode. I know, but it's really important for you to get that out of the way. So you focus on the things that actually are important and will get you into that dreamy six figure career in tech. So I'm going to tell you what moves the needle focusing on how you deliver your experience, focusing on how you reframe your experience as a solution, on how confident you show up on interviews, on how much you learn from quote-unquote failure, and how much you focus on just being a value add. You don't want to be showing up there as another student. You're not someone who is just randomly learning things and you're going to have a test on it in an interview. An interview is not a test. Um, You really want to be showing up there as, okay, I'm bringing value add. This is what I know. And those are the things that move the needle. And again, that moves the needle really for everyone, not just in the job search, but in life when you're showing up from that value add perspective. And I 100% understand where this thought of having or wanting to know everything comes from because it's very, very sneaky. And in my experience with it, because like I said at the beginning, I've struggled with this very thought as well, just like my clients when they come to me at the beginning. And I've noticed that it's a little bit of people pleasing with a pinch of self-doubt and another pinch of perfectionism. So let's talk about let's talk about it. Let's talk about those patterns here because those patterns are actually not doing us any favors at all. So let's start with perfectionism. Perfectionism in the job search might look like a lot of different things, but some of the things that I've noticed the most around perfectionism are at the very beginning of the journey. And that is wanting to have all your quote unquote, all of your ducks in a row before you take action. The second way that it shows up is wanting to have the perfect tech experience or tech uh, personal brand before starting to apply for jobs. And having this thought, again, it always has a consequence. Perfectionism keeps people from taking action for a really, really long time. I've known people who want to make the transition into tech since I wanted to make the transition into tech back in 2015, and they're still on the same boat of... I am wanting to get more certifications. I am wanting to make this perfect. And we all have an idea of what quote unquote perfect looks like. And that is not the point. So my invitation for you is obviously not going to be stop being a perfectionist because I know that it's a lot more complicated than that. These are patterns that we've learned over a long period of time. My invitation for you is simply to start gaining awareness about it and start observing it a little bit more. And that also comes with acknowledging that you're not taking action because you want it to be perfect. Now, after you see you're a little bit more aware of it, you can start considering what happens if you don't wait until it's perfect. What breaks? Who dies? What is the worst that can happen if you do this imperfectly? That is something that I invite you 100% to start considering now. And again, this is a journey. Everyone is on their own journey of, of growth. And so... This is just about you getting curious about new potential way of doing things. And it starts like that. It starts with awareness. So I'm also going to leave for you in the episode show notes. 
um, my favorite episode from a life coach that I love very much and it is about perfectionism so if you want to give it a listen she goes a little bit more in depth this is a little bit more of like her expertise so I'm gonna leave it up to her to tell you a little bit more about it and how to start working around it in a way that you're not compromising your goals so I'm gonna do that for you and now let's move on to people pleasing this is a big one as well and the way that I've seen it that I've observed it in myself and in my clients is sometimes around the lines of I really want to stand out in this interview or or I really want to stand out as a candidate I want to say something that will resonate with them and I think that that's where the I need to know all these numbers that feel familiar to them comes from and then I want to show up knowledgeable I really want to stand out and I want them to like me Like I said, the list can go on and on about how we show people pleasing sometimes. But this is how I've observed it the most. And here's the thing. You can resonate with them, show up knowledgeable, and stand out by simply being yourself and bringing your experience with you and highlighting the heck out of it. That's it. This isn't a popularity contest. This is in school where you're trying to really, you know, really show everything that you need to know. It's simply showing up as the best possible solution for their problems. And that happens when you focus on what you know. And if you don't know, because I know that a lot of you are like, Michelle, but what if I don't know this or I don't know that? I got you, okay? If you don't know, you can ask questions. You can ask for clarifications. Companies don't want someone who is memorizing numbers or facts. They want someone who, again, solves their problems and who ideally is someone who is emotionally intelligent and someone who is very aware. And asking questions and clarification does that. It shows that for you. So don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to really standing out in the sense of, you know, I'm not just some random student trying to come here and prepare in front of, like, kind of like present in front of a bunch of people because they're testing me on my knowledge. These are not tests on your knowledge. These are just conversations about whether or not this is a fit for you, whether or not you are a solution for my problem type of thing. Okay. So let me clarify something around this as well, because I know that in the past, I also want to hold myself accountable. In the past, I know that I have mentioned a few times that companies hire people that they know, like, and trust. So let's clarify that. I don't mean by when I say that, when I say that companies hire people that they know, like, and trust, I don't mean calm and people please until they like you so much that they will hire you on the spot. That is not at all what I'm saying, okay? So let me get that out of the way. What I am saying is that by you actually showing up authentically, by you actually talking, not like another boring professional, but like yourself and you focus on the on the important things, like just saying, answering the question that they gave you by giving a specific example, that can actually increase the know, like, and trust more than if you're showing up like the really robotic, um, the really robotic professional who is here trying to throw really big words. That might work in other fields, but that just doesn't work in tech. Until you really want to make it clear about what solution you're bringing in. And so that's why a lot of people who come sometimes from fields like government or any other any other field, right? Like even banking, it is very formal. So they, they tend to speak really formal. They feel that, you know, there's this division. But in tech, it's going to be a little bit different than that. So you actually have an opportunity that for the first time ever in your career to show up as as yourself and just really have a conversation about your value, 
ask questions if you have them and that can actually make you stand out more because you know even though you're hearing this advice right now not a lot of people show up like that and i did a lot of interviews for people who were coming into amazon and a lot of people are just trying to impress you with numbers with words that even you who works in tech doesn't you don't even know what they mean you don't want to get into that into that cycle okay so again going back to how you can you can solve this right so if you're feeling like you need to people please also just like with perfectionism observe it start thinking of small yet powerful ways to show up differently in the next conversation even if it's small as oh in today's interviews i uh in today's interview i asked a question about something that wasn't clear versus sitting in doubt and not wanting to ask because i wanted them to like me or to think of me as really smart and again this is something that i hear a lot is like if you ask questions you're not smart it's an assumption that we're making for some reason but asking questions is actually really smart you want to know where this thing is going if they're not clear in how they're asking you the question why wouldn't you ask a question to clarify to set yourself up for success i want you to start seeing that as something a little bit more natural Okay, and here's the thing, techies. I've noticed a major shift when my clients show up wanting to people please and being perfect, and when they don't. When they don't, when they try to really ask questions, when they show up as themselves, it's true, truly magical to see that. Because then I hear them say, Oh, Michelle, today I asked questions. It felt so good during the interview. No matter the outcome, I am proud of me for having shown up as myself and not like another robotic per- professional right? And that is just music to my ears. The tech world in general, and you know, in general, the professional world needs more people showing up as they are. And along the way, for some reason, we started, we all started believing that we have to sound a specific way, say specific words to try to persuade someone to hire us. And that is just not, that is just not the thing. Okay. Um, and I am really done with that story of, having people show up in a way that is not themselves like that is just not doing anybody any favors and there's power in what we bring to the table there's power in in us taking space and showing up as yourselves as as ourselves and something that i always tell my clients is like how i show up in my podcast how i show up in my coaching calls that is how i was showing up in tech as well and that is when for me i started kind of like stopping to create this division between how i show up in different places because it gets really tiring it's like almost you're putting up a play at work of how you show up and so on that is just not good for our mental health all around uh but in general for for this type of career transition that we're trying to make it's also not helpful if we want to make it with ease if we want to be relaxed while doing all of this uh work we can also see it as an opportunity to show up as as ourselves. So, so that's it, techies. That's what I had for you today. And going over these two major trends that I've been seeing with some of my clients and some of the amazing women that send me DMs. So I hope these conversations not only get you to where you want to go in your career, but get you there with ease while growing, while expanding. No one wants to be miserable during the job search and that can be totally optional, okay? So with that said, I will be seeing you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. I love seeing more women wanting to level up their careers and wanting to break into top tech companies. 
So for the past two years, I've been supporting hundreds of women getting to top tech companies, land six-figure salaries, all by simply leveraging their non-technical experience. And I might be able to help you next. So if you're interested, book a call with me in the link in the show notes to learn more about my one-on-one career coaching. And until then, I will see you around.